As a Catholic, I often get the same question from non-religious individuals, which is, why does God allow bad things to happen in this world? If God exists, why do unfortunate things like disability and evil, you know, and such as, uh, you know, the super wealthy, they, they just get even more wealthy for doing what we would see as very, very corrupt things, right? Why do these kinds of hardships and evil exist in the world when God exists? Why does God permit or allow these things to happen uh, to both just the world and to specific individuals? Just really briefly, I had a uh, co-worker one time who uh, was, uh, you know, atheist, but he asked that very, very question uh, to me. And it got me kind of thinking because I don't quite know the answer to this question. Uh, but it is a very, very commonly used question by atheists and by non-religious individuals. Well, if, if God exists, then why does evil happen? So that's kind of the first question I want to ask for today. Why is there evil in this world? Well, uh, that's a little bit different question. Uh, why there is a evil or why the bad things happen to the people? Which one is it then? <laughs> let, 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 let's go with that second one, questions. actually. Let's go with that second one. Why, why, why the bad things happen? Yeah, why do bad things happen mm -hmm. to people? Early, you know, uh, I cannot give you a hundred percent, you know, answer. Nobody can, right? We never, we never can understand uh, what exactly was God's purpose for certain, certain happenings in our lives, and uh, we can only kind of maybe infer you know, using the scriptures and uh, using our experiences from the life and so on. But so just to say that, you know, up front, it's impossible, right? But we, as I said, we can infer, we can somehow, you know, try to make a common sense from it. And I would say, and uh, you know, a lot of theologians and a lot of, you know, psychologists, you know, kind of who are spiritually oriented kind of agree that um, it is important the bad things are important in our lives, I guess. Even though that we don't want to, them to happen. Um, you know, the, the negative things in our lives help us to grow. Grow, you know, as, as a human beings. Mm -hmm. We learn the most, really, <laughs> we learn the most from the negative things. If the mother tell, tells the child, hey, don't touch the hot stove because you're going to burn the finger, well, the child probably will not listen, will try right. at least. But if the child going to touch that hot stove and will burn his or her finger, then the child will not touch the stove again, ever. Right, they learn their lesson. I lesson from the negative, right? From the bad thing, from the burning the finger, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, you know, the example of it. Um, and I was thinking many times myself, because I know it's very easy to kind of 
kind of discuss it and talk about it. Oh, it's important, yeah, we learn, you know, so on, blah, 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 right? But in reality, really, you know, when it actually happens in a life and when it happens over and over and over, it's really painful. And Maytas doesn't make any sense. Uh, kind of like uh, the present situation, right? Uh, me, myself being, you know, retired and uh, living on a fixed budget and already have... I don't want to say trouble, but uh, a little concern about, uh, you know, financial situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, you know, as we talked about yesterday, having that uh, out of the blue uh, debt, which came out, out of the, completely out of nowhere, right? That completely, I mean, <laughs> it's through that proverbial, proverbial, monkey wrench mm-hmm. right away and I was wondering too like I mean why God like did I really needed that <laughs> am I gonna learn anything from it what was the purpose of this I already have enough financial you know difficulties why did I need this additional one right and such a large one on top of the other problems you know not fun you know not financial ones you know but you know Really, being angry about it, that's going to change anything? Not really. At the end, we have really you know, only two choices. Either, either we're going to quit, right, or completely uh, derail, or we're just going to keep going. to okay, do the right thing, the... whatever you chose, you know, originally, so, right? right. So, I, I know it doesn't ask you a question, right? Yeah. But it just happens, right? right? Now, there is, you know, additional things with that. So, the bad things happens, you know, God knows already 100% why, we will never know 100%, but we can just assume that, you know, it's just for our spiritual growth. Now, that's some of the things which are completely out of our hands. Now, why, you know, probably, you would probably ask right now, so, okay, so why, you know, the mostly the bad things happen to the good people, mm-hmm. right? And why the bad guys usually are pretty lucky with everything? Right, yeah. Well, that is kind of, and again, you can kind of use that spiritual realm, and again, you know, say like, hey, you know, God doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to, you know, spoiled, you know, or whatever, you know, good guys. But I would say more like, hey, the bad guys, you know, they are really, you know, making decisions in their lives based on their selfish, you know, uh, really nefarious reasons. Yeah, selfish desires or motives. Exactly. And the good people, they make their decisions on good reasons, you know, mm-hmm. because they want to protect their character. They want to be still good people for whatever reason, right? So they're making the right decision. They may sometimes, you know, making that good decision, the right decision, uh, comes, you know, stipulations that, hey, you're going to probably pay, you know, for making the right decision in your life. I don't know, I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say that uh, somebody, you know, spoke the truth, right, about certain actions in your life, right? But right because wanted to be honest, right? But because of that, that person loses a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a negative effect, right? But uh, 
and again what is more important having the friends uh, which are you know based you know on lie or be honest with yourself so you can say too well bad thing happened to the person but it did however it helped that person grow right and that was purely right there you know decision made by that person not some coincidence in life and so on so so there is a, as i said so it's a two different ways right one of these we can completely affect right completely out of our hands and we can just guess why the bad things happen right the second set second sets of happenings like the bad happenings in life is you know many times because there are people right people wants to do right things in their lives and they don't really care you know that it's going to be having a effect because they want to make the right thing right decision the right the right choice kind of is the, the hardest one yeah it, it partly yeah. does so, yeah. I, I do want to circle back a little bit um Sure. Because obviously, sure. As, as you mentioned, um, there's really not a describable reason as to why certain um, uncontrollable uh, hardships happen, such as like disease or disability. Um, I guess we could kind of speculate a little if there if there is Ooh. something uh something to gain from it because i do have i do have a couple of i guess ideas or theories as to why those kinds of hardships do exist well hardship again it's important look uh, we discussed uh i give you another one right so the examples are always the best we discussed, you know, a few times ago that uh, how is it possible that uh, the most uh, advanced uh, uh, countries, not just now, but, you know, talking about like for hundreds of years, but usually in the environments where, where life was really tough, like, for example, you know, the Sweden, Norway, uh, you know, up, you know, up in Northern Europe, you know, where really people uh, were <laughs> at least, you know, fighting hard just to survive, right? Long mm-hmm. winters, cold, really uh, nefarious weather, and uh, pretty tough, pretty tough. You know, I lived over there myself for quite a long time, so I can tell you, you know, like really, mm-hmm. you know, long, gloomy winters, uh, blood rain during the winter, uh, during the springtime, summer, as well as, you know, the fall. Always cloudy, you know, uh, like really the sunshine, to see the sunshine is like once, twice, you know, every 10 days, you know, if you get lucky and so on, right? Uh, compared, you know, for example, with the south, right? We're talking about Italy, Spain, Greece, where the weather is very, very pleasant and it's really sunny and warm. Winters, all winters are not very bad, actually, if there is any, are any really, you know. Mm-hmm. And but you know we can really see that okay so at the north northern Europe people are struggling hardship and so on but they are very prosperous you know they're doing very well you know the people are very hardworking there very diligent uh, they're doing very well 
a lot of companies, you know, a lot of big companies are coming from Northern Europe, right? Compared mm. uh, to the South, it's actually the opposite, you know? South is kind of like, yeah, let's take a siesta, you know, like, hey, don't work very hard, you know? Like, I'm not saying that, yeah. uh, you know, the Southern people are lazy, but uh, definitely that lifestyle is much slower over there, and uh, yeah. so is, the, you know, the productivity in their lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now you can really see, you know, visibly that, hey, that hardship actually, maybe it's, there is something behind it, maybe something good about it. So, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, and same thing, for example, you can say about the kids too. Like one day when you have a kids, you will see yourself that, hey, you will realize that, hey, when I was easy on my kids, you know, and I'm kind of forgiving all the time and just, uh, just taking it really easy. My kids, like, don't learn anything, really. And uh, when I was really hard, you know, I could see that actually my kids are learning and actually getting something from my instructions and uh, the wisdom I'm trying to give them and the directions I'm trying to, you know, put in their lives and so on. You're going to realize, too, that it's like, hey, the tougher one, you know, it's sometimes better than actually the easy one. I mean, the tougher way is always better than the easy way. You know, and so you can go on and on and on. So that's how it is, you know. So I guess to kind of uh, build on that, I mean, I usually, Mm -hmm. uh, I notice that people that have like disabilities, like that they're born with or that they acquire uh, throughout uh, somewhere in their life uh, or not inquire, (laughs) that's where the wrong terminology um, Mm -hmm. inherit. Um, They, uh, they tend to view the world and their life in a much different way than the average person does. And usually for the better, like people that are like, I know like people that are with, you know, with down syndrome, right. You would say like, that's really painful. It's, it's really, really harsh and uh, unfortunate. But the thing is those, those individuals, I mean, they, they enjoy their life probably more than people that don't have down syndrome right that mm-hmm. i've never seen them really yeah. ever you know complain about being depressed or things like that that you know you'd see people that are just you know physically fine uh would have or you know they don't they don't have that issue people that are um you know they were maybe veterans and they lost a limb or something like that um they tend to almost kind of take it a little bit in stride. Like they, they enjoy, they enjoy life. They enjoy the outdoors, even if, you know, their, their mobility isn't good. Right. Even, even then they, they still somehow seem to enjoy life and even sometimes face a, the, the hardship, they almost kind of welcome it, you know, cause it kind of, it strengthens them and, makes them morally stronger and i've noticed that people that tend to be you know they 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 have these immense hardships that again there's nothing really much they can do about it right they can't really control it they can't get rid of it they also they also tend to be the ones of better character and i i do think um to a certain degree as, as you kind of mentioned that you know, when people, they, they don't experience this, this hardship, right? Not only is it, they're just not as productive, but they just, 
they just they just seem to have a very very worse point of view of the world they can't they can't enjoy the their life and the world around them for what it is as much as at least people that have experienced these hardships do they they almost treasure everything that comes to them i i gotta you know say that you know i really kind of disagree with you i'm not saying that every single every single person you know who you know for example because i met some due to my work i met some disabled veterans it doesn't mean that they are all that they are happy really about you know i mean the generally they're trying but uh they trust me they have a hard time to deal with their issues as well and takes a lot of a lot of adjustments to make in their lives now uh, you you mentioned it, the disabled and so on like from the birth like mentally disabled and so on. That's something, again, that will be a different situation. Uh, but I would say, I would agree with you that generally, right, the people who are disabled right from the, right from the beginning, right, right from the get-go, right at the birth, uh, definitely, you know, because they didn't lose anything. They were born as such, right? Yeah, born I was without a son, born, born blind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, there's a difference being born blind or to lose the sight mm-hmm. difference being born born death and lose the hearing later in life right that mm-hmm. that's the two different people we're really talking about you know right somebody's being actually with that all life doesn't know what the person is losing and the other the other one but uh i would say uh, you know to say you know to answer that one because you were asking you know like they are we were saying that they are maybe generally happy let's say yeah kind of i kind of agree with certain you know certain people uh well i would say probably expectations right uh, when i look at myself as a kid when i had to listen to my parents and do what what they tell me to do and i was limited on free time, limited on resources, and so on. I mean, talking about like how much money I can spend, the things I could buy or could not, and so on. Mm-hmm. I think I was probably more and more, I, mean, I would say I was probably a little bit more uh, stress-free than when I became the adult, when I actually had more freedom and so on. And I think that um, generally most of the people, they can say the same thing. You can probably say the same thing too, that your life is more stressful. Now, when you have more freedom, more resources in your disposition, you, you actually understand more things and you can do more things on your own. With all that, you know, all those advances, you know, you made throughout your life, you know, in your couple of decades, uh, you can definitely say that, I'm sure that... Uh, you are living, you know, with less worries, less problems, less, you know, all these negative things when you were, you know, child, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you expected less, you know, from the life. And I think the expectation, that's the biggest thing, you know, which kind of destroy, you know, what we already have. Because a lot of things, they have already so many things in their lives, but they expect more. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because of that, we losing, losing actually, you know, the perception of what we actually have. 
Look at how many people, you know, for how many guys, you know, they have uh, pretty good wives, right? But just because that wife is not 20 years anymore, is, you know, their eyes start wandering and they're looking for some younger girls, you know, around. How many of us you know, do that, right? And they don't see that, uh, well, yeah, okay, maybe you can find somebody younger, but definitely, I can tell you right now, you're not going to find anybody better because that wife, which stuck with you for 10 plus years or so, loyalty she already knows. Yeah, yeah, she already knows you, you know, you are adjusted towards each other, you know, you're really clicking already somehow, you know, to a certain degree at least. But I, you cannot say that about that young, you know, 18-year-old, you know, you see on the street just because she's younger, you know, more look more fresh and more beautiful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that she's going to be a better partner in your life, right? right? So we should be help, you know, happy for what we have, you know? Yeah. You know, just, okay, that having that house, you know, with the three-bedroom is not the same thing like having the mansion, somewhere, you know, on a beach. But it doesn't mean that if that person would have the mansion, right, that's going to make him more happy or make her more happy. Right. right? A lot of actually wealthy people, I, I just kind of what I heard, because I, I was never really wealthy. But a lot of wealthy people, you know, they actually thinking many times that they would be more happy having less in their lives and living more simple simple, you know, existence mm-hmm. with less stress in their lives, less attention on everything, you know, what they do, you know, and so on, because everything comes with the strings attached, right? Everything. You know, there are there's always stipulations. You're not going to get the good things in a life without any strings attached to it. So, the more, more stuff, you know, more good things we have and so on, the more strings attached and uh, less actual freedom we have at the end. So, mm-hmm. well, definitely, this is an issue we probably, uh, a topic I should say, we might revisit. Um, because obviously there does seem to be a little bit of a, a disagreement on some things, but, um, Ooh. generally speaking, uh, I, I see your point. Um, so we might revisit this, uh, subject in a later episode, but uh, we will have to wrap it up for right now. So that'll be it for this week. Uh, In the next episode, we'll be talking about what to do when leadership in the church goes awry, when it uh, does some things that are not traditionally, um, not traditionally done. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to send them to us as we may answer them in a future episode. We appreciate it if you could follow us on all social media. And until next week, thanks for listening. Take care and God bless. Godspeed.